All right, everybody, welcome back to Heath Barn. A quick bonus episode. Illinois played Purdue tonight. I have thoughts. It's a bonus episode. Please listen and enjoy. Hit it! Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Watched Illinois Purdue tonight. I have thoughts. I'm kind of digging this, you know. My last pod, I, I've had a couple of sports ones lately where I've kind of been analyst-ish. Kind of digging it. So I'm like, hey. Kind of fired up after that game. So I'm like, I'll come out here, give my thoughts on it. So, and I feel like I somewhat know what I'm talking about. Also, can be a little more free with... The way I speak about things as opposed to people that may be on radio, TV, whatever, you know? So, like, if there's somebody on the team that drives me nuts or something that I want to gripe about, Pulling <coughs> Hawkins, then, I mean, it's it's fine. It's all good. So, give my thoughts on the game tonight. Illinois-Purdue, they played tonight. Uh, Purdue's ranked first in the country. Illinois is ranked ninth. It was at Purdue. Uh, final score was 83-78, to 78, Purdue over Illinois. Uh, Illinois got off to a horrible, horrible start. I think it was like 20 to four, I believe. And, uh, my first grade, my son that's in the first grade, uh, started bawling because we were losing so bad. And he's got a, there's a girl in his class that, uh, is a Purdue fan. So just want to tell Illinois, thanks for getting off to a horrible start, making my son cry. Thanks guys. Just kidding. But he did. I want to know it's true, but you know, whatever. So. After that, though, they fought and fought and fought. But they just um, they came out and uh, just got blitzed early, tried to come back, got blitzed again, tried to come back, got all the way down to three at one point, and uh, just uh, trying to think, uh, yeah, got down by three, fouled, Purdue made both their free throws, and that was that. So, But, um, you know, to get beat five at their place, nothing to, you know, just move on, move on to the next one, but tough loss, but still, I don't think there's anything to be overly concerned about. Uh, so I'm going to go through, like my last pod, I went through and kind of like ranked the players about how I feel about them uh, this season so far and how much I like them, stuff like that. So I'm going to kind of do like a good eh and bad for each player that played tonight. So um, I will start off positive and go with Marcus Damask. He's just, uh, I'm starting to think that he's just a really, really good college basketball player. He is, uh, he had 26 tonight and he's like, man, he, his mid range game and his footwork and he's really strong, but his footwork is great around the basket. His mid range game is great. And he's just, uh, he's got that, he's got a little dog in him as they say, and he'll, he's not afraid to take over and, uh, I think he had five or six assists tonight too. So it's not, he's not, again, like I said on that last part, he's not, he's not selfish at all. He's just, he's just got that like, uh, yeah, he's just confident and his, the more he plays and I mean, he had 33 against a team that made it to the final four last year. 
he had 32 last game against Northwestern, 26 tonight. And, then, like, they they kind of come in spurts. He had 20 in the second half, and it just seemed like every time he went down the floor there for a while in the second half, he's just like, I'm going, and I'm, I'm – and he's, I mean, he just kept scoring and scoring and scoring, and they couldn't do anything to stop it. And he's really smart and crafty and strong and, again, mid-range game, footwork. It's kind of old school, but it's kind of, you know, he's just uh, – it's a hell of a find by Underwood to have him on the team. So, good. Good for Marcus Damask. He gets a good. Another good and another hell of a find by Underwood is Quincy Garrier. 18 and 10 tonight, but, man, same old stuff with him. He's just – guy, he's just solid dude, man. And – uh, you know, I made a f- down low tonight with Edie. He's about, he's like seven, four, 300 pounds. So he's a monster, but I don't know why he had Hawkins. Well, I'll get to Hawkins later, but I don't, I would have had, you know, Gary on the whole time, but, uh, um, Gary is just, just couldn't be more solid. Just uh great. Those two guys grad transfers. Those are two of the best. They gotta be two of the best in the country as far as like what they're contributing to their team and, everything like that. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're great. I love them. So Damask, Gary, a did a great job tonight. So they're in the good category. Also in the good category is Goody. Luke Goody had 16 tonight, which, uh, I mean, he only, he averages like seven. So, but he, you know, same old thing with him, but he finally hit a few threes. Uh, he also drove one time in the middle of the lane. So I mean, he, I, I think he's capable of doing that. He just doesn't, do it very often, but uh, Goody played really well. Um, again, 16, and he's always in there battling and fighting, and uh, I like him a lot too. So those are the three that I had in the good category. Um, in the eh category, because they didn't really have enough time to do much of anything. Well, Harmon was out there for a while, but didn't really, you know, nothing great. Didn't really, didn't help us a lot, didn't hurt us a lot. Uh, Hit a three in the first half, and or he had five in the first half, five points, I think, is what he had for the whole game. But he didn't get a lot of chances, and, he, you know, it was just one of those games where he's just kind of kind of out there. But he had to, and I'll get to why he had to be out there a lot uh, here a little bit too. But um, he was fine. Uh, DGL played nine minutes, I think, uh, and he didn't, you know, he was he was out there. Didn't, again, didn't hurt, hurt us, didn't help us. Danger didn't play hardly at all. Just a couple minutes. Uh, so, again, they all kind of fall into the, eh, like, kind of neutral. Not good or bad. Just kind of, you know, whatever. Um, now the bad. Um, let's see here. Ty Rogers is an obvious one. Um, now, I love him, and he is a he plays his ass off, and he's a great rebounder, great defender. Um He's kind of been the point guard this year, but um, couldn't have him out there tonight um, because, and it's something I talked about last pod too, he uh, does not shoot, and he will not shoot. He has, I I think, Illinois 11-3. and They've had like 14 games. I cannot think of one time where he shot a jump shot all year. All year. And he's supposedly like a point guard. So he gets like putbacks. He gets... uh, he gets uh, it's back to the basket sometimes, got some post moves, and he's got a little floater there. But no, like no shooting. And you cannot do that. You're playing the number one team in the country, and it's four and five on offense, basically. So you can't, you just, he just couldn't play him. So he, I think uh, 
Hell, I don't even know. He didn't play the last. He played a little bit. I think he had like 13 or 14 minutes the entire game. And it's usually way, way above that. I don't know if it'll be like that all the rest of the year. But I know one thing. That was a great move by Painter to do that because just kind of dared him to shoot. And he's not going to. So, uh, you're playing four on five, so you can't have him out there. And I think that uh, obviously other teams saw that tonight, and they're probably going to try the same thing. So Underwood will have to figure something out, make adjustments. Not everybody has somebody seven three. Nobody, not everybody has uh, the reigning national player of the year, obviously. But holy cow, man! I mean, I I know that last year he shot some jumpers. I'm I'm positive he did. So something is going on in his head where he just has zero confidence shooting the ball. Zero, or else he'd have shot it. Zero confidence. So I don't know uh, what's going on with that. I, he, he was never like a great offensive player, but he wasn't like this. He wasn't. He wasn't a complete complete liability on offense as far as scoring the ball. So something's going on there. Again, great move by Painter, putting Edie on him because. Yeah, I mean, it's just smart. Just let him sag in and dare him to shoot it. Because like, I'm not shit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. I haven't seen him shoot the ball outside, like, except for free throws where you have to shoot it like a 15-footer. I haven't seen him shoot floaters or layups or dunks, and that's it. And tonight he cut a couple times. He couldn't hang on to the ball. He's traveling. He's just, he has zero confidence right now on offense. And you and, and that's, that's brutal because he's a great uh, asset to have on your team. I mean, hell, he may have, he may have to turn into like a Dennis Rodman thing, and I don't even I don't know if that kind of stuff will work in college as well. A bit, people have said Draymond Green, but Draymond Green can at least I can't stand him, but Draymond Green can at least like shoot a little bit, score the ball. Uh, yeah, he's turned into like I mean I don't know I mean, something needs to change with that. They need to get his confidence up. Somebody needs to get him in the gym and make him shoot for six hours a day or something. I don't know, but that's got to change because he's only a sophomore. Hopefully he'll stay at Illinois, and because man, he's a he's a winning type player. He makes winning plays, but he's got zero confidence putting the ball in the basket. So, and if you can't do that at this level at all, then uh, it's gonna be hard to be for him to be out there on a consistent basis. So, Ty Rogers is in the bad category tonight. I love him, but holy crap, you know, man. Yeah, not even looking at the basket. And when he does, it doesn't go well. So, he's in the bad category. Um, and this leads me to another bad. Yes, he hit a three there at the end to get it down to three. Coleman Hawkins. Coleman Hawkins. Okay. Let's go over some of his stuff tonight. He hits a three early. Runs down the... Runs down the courts, uh, yelling at the crowd, like a whatever. Sorry, I'll try to get through this without being too harsh here. But so he makes a three, yells at the crowd. Woo! It's like early in the game, early, early, early in the game. Then he gets back. Then he goes back on defense. This man does a spin move on him and makes a layup. Uh, after every single call that goes against him, he has palms up. Every call. He traveled early in the game. Palms up. What do I do? What do I do? Well, you traveled. And guess what? You travel about 75% of the time you get the ball or you put the ball on the floor. But for whatever reason, they don't call it. I mean, it's like an obvious travel when you put the ball on the floor about 75% of the time. It's like shit that you learn in junior high. You teach them just 
dribble before you take a step. It's like not brain surgery, and you do it all the time, and I don't know why they don't call it, but they don't sometimes, so whatever. What do I do? You traveled, and it was obvious. End of the first half, he barrels into that guy. The guy the, the guy was probably, and, and then he's like, yells, you know, palms up, what do I do anything? He bitches at the refs, bitches at the refs. You know what you did? Okay, did he flop? Yes, but he was going to flop anyway. But then you barrel into him, and the guy's probably thinking, this dumbass is going to come in here and just barrel into me, you know, but I'm going to flop either way. So you jump into him, and then you're bitching at the refs again. Every call, man, every call seemingly that goes against him. I, that is one of the things I hate the most about anybody that plays basketball ever. Do, do officials drive me nuts? Yes. Do officials drive everybody nuts? Yes. Do you use officials as, as a crutch whenever you lose? No. Suck it up. Because they're going to make bad calls. But here's the thing. They weren't bad calls against you. You just bitch every time. You you whine every single time a call goes against you. And I really hope Underwood. He traveled at the end of the game when we were down six. 53.4 seconds left. Got the ball on the baseline. Choked. <coughs> traveled. Put the ball on the floor. And put the, set the ball down. And I saw Underwood. He kind of put his hands up like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, because, man, and Underwood never takes him out. Like, And I don't know what happens if Underwood gets on him about whining at the refs, but he's like the only one that does it. And it is, oh, that is just, as if, I don't know, as anybody that likes, that is like one of the most, uh, that's a pet peeve. Blaming stuff on the refs. That's the refs' fault. It's fault. No, it's not. You traveled. No, it's not. You fouled him. He dribbles the ball like a junior high kid, and I don't know how the hell they don't call travels on him all the time. His ball handling is atrocious. He can and here's the thing. And he'll do. He does. Okay. He does good things. He does some good things. Tonight he had 11 points, four rebounds. Four rebounds is not enough for you. Six assists, whatever. But I hate his body language. I hate his mannerisms. And I hate the fact that he, in a, in a big game like this, he's going to do, like, I, he's going to do three or four stupid things every game. Every game. Doesn't matter who they're playing, what's going on. And, but that whiny crap he does to the refs all the time is infuriating for. At least for me to watch. I'm assuming most fans. It's got to be because it's just like, dude, shut up and go and go play defense. That fairly Dickinson game, they were up by 30, but he hits a three and he looks at the crowd. He's waving his arms around, getting back, and, and his man just blows by him, uh, and and hits a three from the corner. And he never got back on defense because he was like waving at the crowd and doing all this shit. It's like, okay, I don't care if you're up 30 or not. He 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 just, mm, boy oh boy oh boy. When he keeps his mouth shut and just plays, he's tolerable. Again, he's going to do things that are infuriating because uh, he just does. But you throw in all that, all that other crap, all that cocky, whiny. It's like you make a shot and you're cocky. You get a call against your whiny. It's like all the oh, he's just emotional. It, uh, no, 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 don't care. You know who's you know who's not? You know who's really, really good, who's better than you, but they're not emotional. They just take care of business and for the most part keep their mouth shut. Damask and Garrier. Watch them. They're really good. And they're just humble and they keep their mouth shut and they just and, and they just want to win. And for the most part, that's what they do. And then uh I just wish there was an Illinois team like this that's good that I like that. I just wish there I wish I could like all of them. I just can't like I just can't like that dude. He just drives me nuts. 
and it's all it's it's all the way he acts on the floor. Not all. I hate his stupid decisions too, but for the most part, it's just the way he acts. I can't stand it. Cannot stand it. Now, but like tonight though, 53 seconds left. We're down six. He travels, which why you even, it's just like, oh, I got to get the ball. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm going to travel. Okay. Big, big part of the game, but he doesn't bitch at the refs, puts the ball down and then he comes down, hits a big three. Good shot. Great job hitting that three. And he just goes to the huddle and didn't really do anything stupid. It's just like, dude, you're, you're, it's your fourth year in college basketball. Know how to handle yourself. I just don't, you know, that's maybe that's just how he is, I guess. But man, I can't stand the whiny stuff with the refs. He's, I'll bet you when he was in high school and he was going home, his parents were in the car and every time something went against him, it's just like, well, it wasn't your fault. The refs were terrible. Oh, refs are terrible. Like just using stuff as a crutch, you know, I could be wrong, whatever. I'm, I'm just babbling now. I'm just fired up about him, but uh yeah so i put him in the bad i put him in the bad section and he's just a kid i don't know if i should be ripping on these kids but he just drives me nuts i'm sorry um and he's really the only one he really is because i like i like this group um so anywho let's go back to my good good to mask gary a goody hey because i didn't really have a chance to do much or didn't do much didn't hurt, didn't help. Harmon, Danger, DGL. Bad. Rogers. Not because of effort or anything like that. Just because of, like I was talking about, he needs to figure it out. Needs to figure it out offensively and get some confidence or something. And also bad. Coleman Hawkins. So. But having said that, they got down 21 in the second half and got all the way down to one possession, you know. And uh, they're... Uh, if Shannon does come back, man, it'd be tough. But it, even you know, but who knows with all that stuff? But even if he's not, you know, this group—that's the number one team in the country—and they. But you just can't. You can't get blitz like that right out of the gates, and you can't get down twenty-one. You know, you can't get down. They got down sixteen in the right off the bat, and they got they were down twenty-one in the second half. That's just too many. It's just a lot too many mountains to climb. But they kept fighting, and and uh, yeah, I think they're going to be fine. It's just one of those games. Play the number one team in the country on their home floor. Got B5. Okay, so should not affect their ranking. Should not affect anything, I wouldn't think. But they got smoked on the boards, 43 to 28. Uh, just not boxing out, stupid stuff like that. Hawkins is right in there in the mix with that too. But uh, sorry, I got to stop. I got to stop on him. But uh, Underwood loves him though. He plays and plays and plays and plays and plays. But so... This was a quick impromptu. Again, okay, I was negative for like a while about one about one of the kids about one of the players. So let's bring it back. We're ranked number nine in the country. We're eleven and three. We have a very what looks like a team that uh, is fun, enjoyable, and like I've said the whole time, they're old, they're mature. Uh, they play together for the most part, and um, you know. But the Big Ten, like, you know, every game is going to be a battle. So we'll see how they do. So those are my thoughts. Tough loss. On to the next one. They play, they play uh, Michigan State on Thursday, I believe. So get back on track, hopefully. 
This was just a little bonus episode here. Probably put it out in the morning. Not a real like podcast episode, just a quick little bonus episode for you. Illinois Purdue thoughts. So, thank you for listening. That's that.